What's up and welcome back to the Pesky Pole Podcast. My name is Ari. This is Robert. And for the first time in 12 weeks or whatever, how many months that is, we have baseball. Uh, today, we're recording on the 4th of July. So happy 4th of July, everybody. Hope you're staying safe with all your family and uh, friends if you do that. Um, and uh, yeah, how's it going, Bobby? It's not going too, too bad. Like uh, he I- said, we're recording on the 4th of July we're still making videos because we want to start making videos bi-weekly. We're going to record every Tuesday and Saturday. So that means you should see episodes every Wednesday and Sunday. Hopefully, if I actually get my stuff together and work on editing when I should, I am very lazy. But we have a great episode for we you guys We all know today. we're lazy. <laughs> we have a great episode for you guys today because we have zero content, but we're able to pull stuff together because... We just love the game of baseball. So if you guys do like this, make sure to like and subscribe here on YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes. Hit that follow button. We really appreciate it. Without further ado, let's get right into it. So first thing I want to talk about is rumors are spreading around the MLB that the Red Sox only signed 47 players. They have 13 roster spots in their 60-man to sign whoever they want. And their biggest guy right now is Yasiel Puig. And we talked about this a little bit when you sent it to me, but... Please explain. <laughs> Please explain to the people your opinions. My opinion of Yasiel Puig, I think, is a nutcase. I think it's an absolute nutcase. I, he's a he's a he's a pretty good player. The whole licking the bat thing, never, no, <laughs> never do that. Never lick your bat. Um, never do that. <laughs> and so, I mean, we have enough outfielders. That's the thing. Like, if we are to sign anybody, it should be a second baseman or an infielder. What's... What's one more? You know, we only have four. Oh, five. Five. But we're never facing against... We'll never have... And Puig's no right. So JD's never going to play... Um, JD's never going to play outfield. So technically, we only have four. So, and Puig's a righty, right? He is a righty, I think, yeah. Like I don't like but it, but that's I'm a just... Fan. I'm a fan. If they Why? sign him... I'm a fan because of the outfield depth. I've always had a respect for Yasiel Puig. Go back to our top 20 outfielders episode. I put him in the top 20. Right? I've always had that respect for him. He's a great outfielder. And what's wrong with him coming off the bench and providing you a little bit of minutes? Right? Providing you a couple innings here and there when um, JBJ or Ben Benintendi need a rest. We already know Verdugo's going to have his guy that's going to take his rest because, you know, our boy Kevin Pillar. Hello. Um, so we're gonna. I'm I'm a fan. Let us know what you guys think in the comments. But we're we're very different thing. on this. Yeah. Here's my one last thing. He like it better not be a huge contract. Oh like, no, it wouldn't be. If it's a one year, I would be like max is three million dollars. Mm-hmm. Like that's what there, I'm thinking. Max, no more than that. There's no way because he's been out for this long. He's probably just like I need a job somewhere. I need to yeah. just make sure I'm getting paid and I want to go play baseball again. So if the Red Sox are just like, hey, we're going to offer you a veteran minimum, kind of the same thing Patriots did with Cam Newton, we're going to offer you this so you can go out and play. What do you say? Yeah. I don't think it's a where he says no. So once again, I'll actually put a story or, yeah, a story on the Instagram in a little while or tomorrow after this episode airs. And I want to get the people's opinion, see what they think about yeah. Yon. 
because I know he's a little bit of a head case. But yeah, and it's it, yeah, everybody's gonna have a different opinion on it. Mm-hmm. So. Which I respect. Yeah. So next, speaking of the Instagram, I want to go back to it, and I posted something yesterday that happened on July third, two thousand one, <laughs> which is the greatest video I've ever seen, and we needed to just talk about it a little bit. So Spotify and iTunes users, go follow that Instagram. YouTube, you should be seeing it right now when I put it in editing. Basically, what happens is Red Sox player, what was his name? Izzo Adraza, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Um, he almost gets hit with a pitch. So out of pure impotent rage, right? the first thing he decides to do is not go attack the pitcher, but look behind him for my WWE fans out there, go full Shawn Michaels, kick him straight in the throat, watch the catcher go back, then try and take on the pitcher, miss a punch, they get surrounded by the rest of the team, then for some reason goes after the third baseman, starts yeah. fighting him, and fortunately no punches were thrown. And this isn't even MLB, this is Triple A. This is Triple A. This oh, is I thought it was MLB. I thought it was MLB. It was Pawtucket. RIP oh. to our Pawtucket Paw Sox, which we're not yeah. going to talk about again. But... Yeah, um, so... I don't. I my like that's pretty good. That ranks up with like my top favorite like brawls. Mm-hmm. No, do what we ranks wanna... was the Red Sox Yankees brawl? Oh, don't tell me Pedro Martinez and Don Mattingly. Yes. Oh, that <laughs> was that like, wasn't even a fight. Out. That it, wasn't well, even no, a fight. Like, Why is a seven-year-old man going after an athlete in his prime? That's the funny part. <laughs> that's the funny part. And all Pedro does is goes, boop. <laughs> nope. Sit down, old man. And he's, like, falling uh, over. That, I I hated that one. That was just bad. Yeah. That was just yeah. terrible. But I just need to talk about that again. Yes. Shameful vlog. Go follow the Instagram. Because we post a lot of funny, funny stuff over there. And we just post, you know, you love your Red Sox. Go follow it. You won't be disappointed. Next. And stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, one thing is the most important home run in Red Sox history. I think it was the Boston Globe. No, it wasn't the Boston Globe. I can't remember. Some Boston um, news site put out a list of their most important home runs in Red Sox history. And the most important home run, they said, was Johnny Damon's 2002, or 2004, I'm sorry, Grand Slam versus Yankees. If you're watching on YouTube, I will put it up in editing. But I always have to say that to remind myself to actually put it up in editing. Because if I'm not and I'm editing, I zone out and I forget. It's happened to me like six times already. So <laughs> get with it, Bobby. Just happened to me just last episode. We're not going to talk about it. So basically, if you guys don't know, 04, Red Sox are down three to nothing. They come back to force a game seven, and Johnny Damon hits a home run to make the game wide open, and it becomes a six nothing ball game. Six nothing or six two. And the Red Sox end up winning easily to go on versus the Cardinals to win the World Series for the first time in 86 years. So I get how they say it. it. Eight. I feel like it was eight runs. Like eight? No, it was six. It was six. Oh. So. Oh, six runs. I'm sorry. Six runs. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) So, was that the most important home run in Red Sox history? To me, no. No, because we have one that I have one at least. That is I much more to. important than that. Please explain. Me? Mm-hmm. I think the most important Red Sox home run 
might be the one that I think of when people are like, what's the most probably two things. There's only well, one correct answer. There's a lot I of good honorable mentions. There's only one correct yeah. answer. I would say David Ortiz's Grand Slam. That is an honorable mention. Really? What would you consider it? Really? Yes. 1976 or 1978. I can't remember the exact year. Bottom of the ninth. Red Sox catcher Carlton Fisk comes to the plate. Hits it down the left field line. Begging the hand of God to keep that home run fair. And he's okay. a lefty. So that home run is trailing foul. So what's a miracle that ball stayed in fair in fair ground? And yes, they didn't end up winning the World Series. But when you think Red Sox home runs, that should always, always be the first home run that comes into play. That's and fair. And it shouldn't be close because that I wasn't even, such I was an iconic recently. moment. Yeah, that I was is like such an iconic moment in Red Sox history that I know no one else can really say anything otherwise. Yeah, that's fair. Right. That's fair. So the next thing is, do you know the Red Sox 47-man roster? I'm going to go through each okay, of these. Let's do it. And you guys play along at home. See how many of these guys you actually know. Let's guess how many are actually going to get some playing time. Oh, and boy. Then, because we don't know. We don't know who they like. We don't know who's who's going to run with the team, who's going to stay at home. You know. All right. So, first, we're going to go with our catchers. Okay. Okay. Jet Bandy. I've heard of him. I didn't know he was on the Red Sox. Juan Centennial. Yes. Kevin Plawecki. Yes. Christian Vasquez and Connor Wong. Yes. Oh, you forgot Lucroy. Um, Lucroy is not on the team yet he will be no part they of just Boston put him on the team once the deal is reworked oh I which see. i don't know if this was put out a couple days ago so i don't know oh, if okay. they've reworked the deal yet i but, thought i heard something that luke roy was on the team now and i was like that's surprising because i thought plowecki got the job whatever luke roy um should be coming with the team all right okay. so infielders jonathan Araz, which yep. you shouldn't know because we've talked about in an early episode mm-hmm. xander yep. uh, cj catham chatham chatham yep. chavis Yep. Bobby Dalbeck. Yes. Bobby Dalbeck. Tank Devers. Marco yep. Hernandez. Yes. I've heard that name in a minute. Two yeah, Way Lind. Mm-hmm. Moreland. Yep. Yairo Munoz. No. I heard I heard of him. Really? And Jose Paraza. Yes. Uh is PD on the team? No. Moment of silence. I'll just start playing in the arms of the angel behind us. And hopefully we don't get copyrighted. <laughs> that makes Outfielders. me sad. Outfielders. And this is why I want to start. This is why I want to bring Puig in. Jonathan Andaroli. Exactly. <laughs> Andrew Benatendi. JBJ. Yeah. JD. Yeah. Yes. Pilar. Cesar Pueyo. Cesar Pueyo. Who is yeah. that? Cesar Pueyo? Yeah. yeah. I play MLB, so. Um, yeah, I <laughs> did a lot of results. And then Doogie. Doogie! All right. So then here's where we go a turn downhill. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the pitching staff. Welcome to the starting pitching. Matt Barnes. Dumpster pilot. Uh, okay. Yeah, I like him. He's cool. Ryan Brazier. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. 
Frank from episode like two. R. I hate Ryan Brazier. <laughs> I despise Ryan Brazier. We'll, He's we'll good go in MLB the show. Other than that, he sucks. We'll go. That's we'll go true. into that next next episode. Okay. All right. Uh, Colton Brewer. Yep. Heard him. Austin Bryce. Yes, vaguely. Nathan Ivaldi, Matt Hall. I've never heard most that of these names. Really familiar, but I, I, I can't say for sure that I've ever heard of them. Uh, Kyle Hart. I think so. Relief pitching uh, all just kind of like blends in, you know? Yeah. Uh, Heath Hembry, yes. Yep. Darwinson Hernandez, yes. Brian Johnson, yes. yes. Robinson Layer. Nope. No. Chris Mazza. Yep. Not for me. Colin McHugh. Yep. Although Josh. <laughs> Josh Osich. Os Os Osich Osich. Yes, I have heard of his name. You know our favorite our favorite starter, Martin Perez. Martin Perez. Triple A. Erod. Mike Shawarin. 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 Where's this guy? Have you seen what that guy looks like? No. Looks like a he looks like an Ewok. I swear. <laughs> Once again, that's a job for editing. All right. <laughs> Jeffrey Springs. I've heard that name. Yeah. Domingo Tapia. Yes, I've heard that name. Oh, I thought he was with a different team. Apparently not. Josh Taylor. Yep. Oh. Good lefty. Like him. Phillips Val- Valdez. Nope. Yes. Marcus Walden, know? Ryan Weber, and Workman. Weber! <laughs> Ryan Weber! Yeah, this... Additions... This is what the article goes on to say. Additions to the starting staff include Martin Perez and Colin McHugh, a clear number four at his very best. Perez <laughs> had 10 wins in his 29 starts for the Twin last year. Which one? They're not talking about McHugh. They're talking about they, Perez. They go on... Um, with McHugh, a 19-game winner for the 2015 Astros, will look to rebound Astros. from his... No, 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 no. Stop right there. Astros. 2015 and but pitcher. Still. But still. Pitcher. Astros. Can't put an asterisk next to the pitching. It's not true. I can. Well, you can with the wins, but that's about it because your team's obviously scoring more runs. But will look to rebound from elbow issues that have limited his availability as a starter over the past three seasons where just 20 of his 105 appearances since 2015 have been a starter. So maybe he's the guy you give the number four to. Two and things. Experiment and hopefully stays healthy. Two things. So mm-hmm. we have a lot of interesting options. So number one, like my like pitcher to look forward to in the future, Darwin's and Hernandez. Yes. That guy, has he just throws gas. He's insanely, he's insanely good. He has terrible walks per nine. Mm-hmm. But that just comes with maturity. You know, so did Barnes. I mean, Barnes still has terrible walks per nine, but I mean, we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. Um, but the rotation. So we have Martin Perez, who you can literally, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, Colin McHugh, when they signed him, I was really excited because you're right, he was a starter, but he also can be bullpen. He's kind of like Evaldi, but uh, you know, a little bit less. Well, he's, he's a guy that you can mix it up with. Yeah, you know, he's one of those Same guys. With Ryan Weber. That if if the Red Sox will go out and pull a miracle and actually get a trade, yeah, for a starting pitcher, then you could say, okay, 
you've been coming off the bench the majority of your time. We're going to use you more as a long reliever. So let's Did you say, say Marcus in, Walden? Uh, yes. Okay, because he's technically a starter, which is funny because he's not a starter. He's a, like a reliever. Mm-hmm. But they're putting him in the – I think he might be five. I think Perez might be four. So you're saying it might go Erod, Erod, Evaldi, Evaldi. Perez. No. 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 Evaldi. No. 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 Sorry. Sorry. Erod. Perez. No. <laughs> Erod. No. We're going the wrong way. Perez, number one starter. <laughs> no. No. Uh, Erod, Evaldi, probably Walden. Walden. Perez. Weber or McHugh, depending on how good. Yes, you know. and that's why I'm saying we need a pitcher. Send help. That is good and holy. So, before we get into our last thing, the last thing I want to talk about, second last thing, is there will be no All-Star game this year, which is very saddening because I love watching my All-Star game festivities. You know, home run derby, watching just pure, raw power are all-star games where you see really it's a lot more competitive than any other all-star game out there besides maybe NHL, mm-hmm. but I'm not a huge NHL fan in my personal opinion. I'll watch a Stanley cup and everything, but regular games, not too, too much, but it's one of the most competitive all-star games out there. And so that's why I love, I absolutely loved watching it. How about you? Are it you going to miss sense, it? Though. It does. It makes sense. I was like, cause there was talk you know, before we had the whole uh, Manfred debacle with the season mm-hmm. um, about, like, the possibility of starting off the season with the All-Star game, which was a really would be a really cool idea, but it's not happening, obviously. How would you get that to work? It would you... literally, like, it, that game would not count. That would just be, like, you'd start off, I mean, it would count towards, the, like, who gets home field advantage in the World Series. But, like, you can't expect players, like, a lot would have to go right to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, here's, like the here's what I'm thinking. Like disappear. Here's what I'm thinking. Okay, you take five people from the American League. This is how you decide World Series. All right, you take okay. five people from the American League. You take five people from the National League. Doesn't have to be any specific team. Doesn't have to be any specific position. All right, you take oh, those boy. five. You bring them all to one place, and you have one giant dance battle. All right? <laughs> That's going to decide the World Series. Who has more? Field advantage? Somewhere. Somewhere. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it makes perfect sense. But yes. you know, what's, prob- what's probably going to happen is we might have it at a neutral site, considering there's going to be no fans. Home field advantage isn't really going to be a thing, except for maybe, you know, you're more acclimated to your own park. You know, the infielders know the lip of the grass better. But if you have it at a um, neutral field, then both teams kind of, you know what I mean? It mm-hmm. cuts down on travel mm-hmm. and everything else. So I think that I think might be where cool. we go with this but. That would be really cool. Like, I'd like to see... It's going to sound weird. I'd like what, to see... What, a neutral anything. site, but a dance battle? Both. At the same time. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no, I'd like to see the World Series at, like, um, Marlins Park. Because that's a really nice, nice that's park. That's a beautiful park. Or, like um, like you said, acclimated weather where you can play, like, potentially in November. Camden Yards is gorgeous. Camden uh, Yards would be great, but the weather would be an issue. That'd be the one... Yeah. Yeah. True. As much as I hate to say it, I love the Astros Park. The it's, Tex- it's really uh, Texas's new stadium, the Rangers Stadiums. Rangers is actually like that's brand new. That would be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, that's indoor outdoor. 
Okay. Um, so with that with that out of the way, we can go on and talk about stadiums for a long time. Oh yeah. But final thing is we're going to test Ari's Red Sox knowledge. Now, I have not told him any hints about these eight questions I prepared, but these are eight questions. What? I have a question. <laughs> <laughs> can I speak? What? Um, what, do you want? what happens if I get these all wrong? Um. <laughs> We will find a new member of the Pesky Pool Podcast. All right. All right. So, to all my fans so, out there, this might be the last time that you see me. I love you all. So Thank you. The first, the first couple questions are easy. Oh, good. <laughs> and then we're going to get into... I would be surprised if you get this last one correct. Okay. All right. All right. So we're going we're gonna to draw the line at five. You need to get five. Five out of eight. Okay. Five out of eight. Right. Sounds good. Let's see if you can get it. Okay. Cool. And play along with us at home. Because, you know, these are questions that anybody can answer. And to make it easier, most of these, six out of the eight of them are multiple choice. Oh, good. All right. Which is... Not like essay questions or anything like that. If you hear that at college, you are thanking the good Lord. (laughs) You hear (laughs) multiple choice. questions of the devil. Yes. All right. Question number one. Who infamously let the ground ball go between their legs? And what game was it in the World Series? Oh, A, Marty Barrett, game five. Don Baylor, Game 7. Bill Buckner, Game 6. Rich Gedman, Game 6. Bill Buckner. And I forget which one you said. What, Game 6? Bill Buckner, mm-hmm. Game 6? Yeah. That is correct. Ding, now, ding, ding, ding. For those of you who don't know, 19, 1986, the Red Sox were up 3-2 to two on the Mets. All right? Bill Buckner usually gets subbed out around the 8th inning. This is the first, the first time in a long time he was asked to play the ninth because he was an older guy at the time, right? The Mets have a runner on sec, second and third down by one. All Bill Buckner had to do was field this ball properly, touch the bag. The Red Sox win the World Series for the first time since 1918. That is still 68 years without 68, – 68, maybe 68 years without a World Series ring. So, one year short. All you had to do was go 15 feet, touch first base, and he got the World Series. But mm-hmm. they end up losing Game Six on that terrible play, and then end up losing Game Seven. And we and Red Sox fans had to wait another what 18 years, something for, like that. 18, yeah, 20 18 years. 18 years for a title. Mm-hmm. So this this question I know you'll like. Okay. Who pitched the final pitch of the 2018 World Series and who was batting? No multiple ah, choices. Ha, ha. Okay. Chris Sale Correct. struck out Manny Machado in the most disgusting and disrespectful way you could possibly do it. Mm-hmm. I will insert the memes. Red Sox fans hate. Insert the memes. Insert the one where you have the clip and then it goes right to someone who's like breaking their ankles and high heels. It's great. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> okay, this is why I say Spotify, iTunes users, go check out the check YouTube out. channel also because I can't do, obviously, video editing for those, but for YouTube, I can, and we make it really funny. Oh. So, next one that is not multiple choice. Oh, boy. Explain the name behind the two foul poles at Fenway Park. Pesky Pole. Ah, pesky Pole Podcast. No, po- Pesky Pole Podcast. <laughs> we are the Pesky Pole Podcast. Pesky Pole is down the right field line. Right. And 
Who is it named after? Johnny Pesky, right? Correct. And why was it named after him? Because he played right field? No. No, it was a home run. It was multiple home runs. Okay. Because of that short distance from Pesky's pole to Mm -hmm. home plate, he was a master at being able to be a right-handed hitter and rope the ball around the pole to get easy home runs every time. Right. So that's why it was named Pesky Pole, because he just did that so many times. Mm-hmm. Left field, who is it named after? Actually, before I quick say that, I'm really excited because, you know, like you said, it's an art. Yes. Hitting balls and getting it around that pole. I love to see Verdugo do that. Yes. Um, okay. Left field. Fisk, Fisk pole. Correct. We already, we already talked about talked that. About he was a catcher. He was waving it, blah, 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 all that. Yep. Boom. That's iconic. So, is that three right? That yeah, is correct. three right. Correct. Okay. Wow. All right, now we're going to get a little harder. Oh, boy. Which iconic player has never played for the Red Sox? Adrian Beltre. I wouldn't consider him iconic, but Joanna Cespedes. Ugh. Miggy Cabrera. And Big Sexy. Uh, Miggy. Miggy. Miggy came up through the Marlins organization and then was traded to Detroit. So he is the one player who hasn't played. Adrian Beltre was a forgetful time. It was one year back in like 2010. Bring back Bartolo. Bring back Bartolo. I, I honestly almost forgot that he was a Red Sox for like a year and a half. Yeah. Which was funny. All right. Four correct? Yeah. One more. Next question. Here we go. When Tim Wakefield came to Boston, what position was he? Well, before he came to Boston, he was drafted by Pittsburgh. My apologies. Okay. When he was in Pittsburgh... What position was he drafted for? Starting pitcher, closing pitcher, first base, left field. I don't think he was a pitcher. It's either first base or left field. I think... Oh, man. Is he a tall guy? Uh, he's six foot something. Six. Okay. Speed, Ari, speed. Okay. First base. Correct. <gasps> yes. Wow. He was a first baseman and was drafted as a first baseman. But basically the story goes, he was at practice one day messing around, and he had this knuckleball that he could throw. Mm. Right? And a scout came up to him and said, look, you're going nowhere at first base. You will <laughs> not get past the double A as a first baseman. Yet you took us on that mound and start developing that knuckleball. Yeah. And that was his path to, <clears throat> to success. <clears throat> so, two more questions. Um, three yeah. more questions. And yep. he already hit the quota, which I'm surprised about. All right? I, I say I'm going to get six right. This one, this one I know you're probably going to get right. Okay, seven right then. <laughs> Is what team did Kurt Schilling come from before the Red Sox? Arizona Diamondbacks. I didn't even have to say my... <laughs> Sorry. Multiple <laughs> choice. <laughs> we so, did that Angels. The multiple choice was Phillies, Diamondbacks, Astros, and Reds. Ooh, Phillies. Which I, I believe he I believe he went from Phillies to Arizona okay. to Boston. Yeah. And then after that did he retire? Or he went to uh, the Mets. He might have gone to the Mets. I don't I think Yeah. Probably. 
I don't know. Okay. He might have retired, though, because he wasn't there in 07. All right, this one's a hard one. It's next to our hard. Okay. Who is the Red Sox all-time wins leader? Cy Young, Roger Clemens, Tim Wakefield, Pedro Martinez. Okay, so it's a toss-up for me, I think, between... Who did you say number two was? Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens. Tim Wakefield or Pedro? Definitely not Tim Wakefield. Oh, Cy Young. I don't think it's Cy Young. I could be wrong, though. Probably wrong. I don't think it's Cy Young. I don't... Pedro was good. I don't know if he's... You know what? I'm going to go with it. Pedro. Oh, no. There's a problem here. There were two correct answers, and Pedro was not one of them. Really? Right now, there is a tie atop the Red Sox hierarchy for wins. Wow, I didn't know that. Between Cy Young and Roger Clemens at 110. 110? I think that's oh, the number. Okay. I can't remember. But can't And then Tim so Wakefield. Tim Wakefield is second behind those two. Really? And then Pedro, I just threw him in as a random name. Wow, I would not have thought that Pedro would be lower than Wakefield. Pedro is lower. Wow. All right, last question. Then we will get into our favorite part of the episode. And I have no idea what it is this time. Oh, so, you're going to love it. What was the name of the Red Sox? Before the Red Sox, Boston Americans, Boston Braves, Boston Red Stockings, or the Boston Patriots? Okay, it's either the Boston Red Stockings or the Boston, uh, what was the first one? The Boston... Boston Americans. Boston Americans. I'm going to say Boston Americans. That is correct. Yes! Oh, I wow. said I seven and I did get seven. I am impressed. Go flat. Yeah, because didn't the Boston... It wasn't the Boston Braves. Boston Braves became Atlanta. They became Atlanta. Yep. Which was... I'm surprised you knew all those. Like, I thought I had some Boston ones that really stumped. Yeah. Maybe those were just too easy. But then they, out there. they went to the Boston... They went... Correct me if I'm wrong. Boston Americans. Boston Red Stockings. Boston Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Boom. don't think... I don't think the Boston... No, the Boston Americans was directly before the Red Sox. They changed from the Americans to the Red Sox. I think Red Stockings was before the Americans. Oh, that would make sense. Or it was just never a name at all. I don't know. That was just kind of one. That was one I got off the top of the head. I didn't even look that one up. But let's get into our favorite part of the episode. Hit us with Ari's Takes one time. Welcome to Ari's Takes, where you don't know what it's going to be. Neither do I. It it Um, can be about football, which has been about for the past three weeks, which needs to stop, (laughs) hopefully. It could be about food. Oh, it's football again. All right. I was scrolling through Instagram yesterday. On Wednesday, we will not have a football-based RS takes. So, scrolling through Instagram, Mm -hmm. I noticed something on the Red Sox. And I noticed a video that made me want to cry. Not of grief, but of joy. Ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Benintendi is bringing back the flow. Oh, my God. I He looks I better it. than ever. Better than it. ever. Insert I the clip. It. I'm not going to lie. Oh, okay. You know what? We don't like flow, Benintendi. 
Yes, you do. And it's in slow motion, too. I'm like, oh, yes. Okay. Thank you. I know he, the biggest fan of Andrew Benatendi. All right. I know yeah. his biggest fan, and I know that they hate. Um, I know they hate the flow. So I will bring them in, and I will ask them what the, okay. what their opinion is. Okay. Our first guest. I know our second guest. No, third guest. Third guest. Our third, third guest on the Pesky Bowl podcast is the number one Andrew Benintendi fan. Come hither. <laughs> Come hither. Come hither. Okay, I ask you one question. All right. You are being recorded. I think I know the answer. Thoughts on Andrew Benatendi's flow coming back? He's gorgeous either way. You said you hated it. Oh! You, you hated it. Look at his face. <laughs> oh. Look at his face. It's not the hair. It's the face. The man's beautiful. Oh my. The man's not beautiful. So which is better, the flow or the no flow? The no flow, but his the face no is flow. always great. <sighs> There's no. He should have been a red. Out. No, we <laughs> needed him. We needed him. <laughs> she, she said the thing. What did you say? Say it again for the mic. Kevin Pillar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Man, this is a... We're, okay, we're firing <laughs> down, Joe. We gotta cut. We gotta cut. This, this went down. I thought that'd be a good idea. But for those of you who don't know, that was my little sister. Yeah. Who, was the, who was the biggest Ben Attendee fan that I know. So it was only right to ask her. All right, we've been going for about... This is a longer episode. It's been about 40 minutes. So that being said... Let's roll that outro music. Thank you guys so much for watching. We appreciate every single one of you that watches the entirety of these episodes. We will see you guys in the next one. 